Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We would imagine that many of you already heard the news on Friday or sometime over the weekend on social media. Maybe you read it. Um, but this is our first show without our beloved producer, Ryan Perpich, who uh, was cut from staff on Friday due to the financial effects of COVID-19. Yeah, he wasn't, I, um, he wasn't alone. Uh, no. He was laid off. Donnie Love was laid off, of, of course, the Lori and Julia show. Um, our longtime engineer, Paul, Paul Black. Who we um, love so much. And, and there are many other names. Angela Johnson, who would come down, the diehard Harry, Harry Styles, Styles fan. fan. We love her. Um, she, was, she was laid off as well. And so, yes, a lot of people have obviously... In res- the building and, yeah. Uh, and they've responded on social media, those those who found out, but I'm sure that some of you are just finding out because, you know, maybe it's your rhythm that you tune in to this show. Right. Um, it, ma- it made Friday a really, just a, a really a, a bummer of a day. Now, Donna and I did not know about any of this Mm-mm. until after the show right? on Friday. Um, so I think the, the, the first thing that we would want to do is publicly on the air send our love to ryan and uh and and thanks and thank you for everything yes that you have done for our show yeah um, he's... you're gonna be fine you know one of the things that i have a hard time with is oh, no, I'm get choked up. i wish i could give him some advice mm-hmm. for the next month the next yeah. few weeks yeah. You know, I wish I could help him in that way. Obviously, we're, you know, going to be references and whatnot, but it's really hard to say, start applying because mm-hmm. of what's going on in the world right now. That's what that's what's really there. There's a lot that's really difficult. And by the way, if you want to send in just some of your, your fun memories of uh, of Ryan, email the show and, uh, you know, we're going to sort of make our way through today's broadcast in a messy way and give you an idea as to what the future of the show will look like. But when let me take you back to Friday. Mm-hmm. So Friday was really weird because I mean I I leave the show at eleven forty because I had to go and do the midday news mm-hmm. um, thing. So the last thing that we're all saying on the air is, are we going to get lunch? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. and then you find out right after the show you get pulled in by management. And this is how it always happens. And it is such a, it is always no matter the planning, it's just it will always feel abrupt and it will always feel messy because that's what it is when somebody mm-hmm. loses their job. It's just so tough it's tough on the person who loses their job right it's difficult in another way on the people who have to fill you in and then those people also have to fill in the people that work directly with that person it is a it's It's terrible you spill it and i could say i've been through this so many times Mm -hmm. over i've been in the business for 34 years and i have you can imagine you know i've lost producers before to similar circumstances it's what the worst part of it is when it's not performance based 
Right. You know, it's no fault of their own heart. He was such a hard worker. He is a hard worker. Yeah. Um, and eventually he's, he's, you know, everything's going to be great, but I just, my heart breaks. I cried all weekend long. It wasn't just a hard Friday. It was a hard weekend. Yeah. You know, cause you start thinking about it and then you start to have uh survivor's guilt. Yeah. You know, and I, I just noticed it was like, it was very reminiscent of, um, just another like experience of grief that I've had. So oftentimes we think of grieving just if somebody passes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Ryan Perpich alive and well, uh, very much uh, alive, not, not dead. Um, and still has a sense of humor, by the way. Yes. And I will let you know uh, how that fleshed itself out. But, you know, it's a similar thing. We experience grief in that way. But also when anything ends, especially when something ends abruptly, we, those feelings of it just felt kind of crappy all weekend, just trying Unexpected. to fight through that. But yeah. what happened on Friday? So I um, I get a note from Ryan and he texts and says, you know, something just sort of goofy like he always would. Well, guys, it's been a good ride. And I'm thinking, what is he talking about? Is he goofing around? What's going mm-hmm. on here? Come to find out as I, I do a couple things for TV and then I come upstairs and I meet with uh, Amy Daniels, who then let me know. And... So then I said, well, after she and I talked, I said, can I, I need to go talk to him. And uh, so I, I thought he was in the next room. By that point, he had left. I, and so then I'm trying to find him. So I start texting him, where are you? Are you still here? He said, I'm in the parking lot. Then I go out in the parking lot. I can't see him anywhere. And then he finally turns the corner in his car and parks. Mm. And then he gets out of his car. And then we broke our social distancing rules so that we could just, you know, hug each other and just sort of. Just have a moment together. And then of, you sprayed yourself down with Lysol in the down. car. I, I said, before I say anything, I need to sanitize myself. Um, but then we just had a, a like a little 15-minute conversation of just trying to communicate a couple things to him, which is, first of all, how much I have enjoyed working with him and how I just really immensely enjoyed him on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made me laugh every single day and, mm-hmm, me and too. we would share a studio over there and so when it would go to commercial we'd just be goofing around and it was really really enjoyable so for the for the for the personal side of that to suddenly come to an end was really difficult and what I was trying to tell him and um and I I told him this the other day that I have always sort of viewed him like a little brother mm-hmm. and um and I know that you feel the same way that we're like this guy's he's young he's got his yep. whole future ahead of him and we just want some noogies yes and we <laughs> we give him a hard time and we also love him uh really deeply and um I was trying to tell him and for anybody else by the way out there who has gone through getting laid off mm-hmm. because this has covid-19 and the economic crisis have has impacted so many different Industries, And so for anyone out there, I would share with you the same thing I shared with Ryan, which is, first of all, what I don't want to do is shortcut this moment, which is this is really tough and Mm -hmm. it stinks and it stings and it hurts. Don't try to shortcut that. Feel that. Grieve the loss of that. That's that's all real. But I wanted to give him a little glimmer of hope, having been in his position before where I was suddenly called into a boss's office and said, you need done. to cut that hair. <laughs> yeah, which I'm expecting later today. Which we'll get to. Again, I'll explain what happened uh, a little bit later on. But I want to let him know that hang on to the glimmer of hope. If you if you just went through a job loss, that there might be a time, maybe not in a week, maybe not in a month, and it might be a long ways out, but where you might actually look back on this and say, had that really tough experience not happened. It would not have bumped me into this new open Mm -hmm. door that I otherwise would have never looked for. Yes, And though it doesn't feel true right now, because right now it just hurts. 
it will be true. It might not feel true now, mm-hmm. but it will be true. And so I was trying to just encourage him in that way. And, uh, but it was tough, man. It was tough. It was tough. And then I turned the corner. I, we turn our head and he's saying up, oh, there's Lori over there. And Lori is crying and hugging Donnie love. And it was, and then we go over and hug Lori and we're all just having this like weird, this just happened. Right. Moment. moment. Um, yeah, so it was it was I mean, and while I just want to say this while it is hard on Ryan and Donnie, of course, who's taking it way better than any of us are. <laughs> um, it I also feel for the people who had to make that decision. Absolutely. This is yeah, not something anybody want wants to see or wants to do. But, you know, if you don't have enough advertising, which is how these how media stays afloat right because business doesn't have anything to promote you know these businesses that aren't open what are they, what how do they advertise right yeah i so, saw somebody was confused online saying how on earth could covid affect radio and events that are canceled yeah. you know that's all the things that radio supports and that's what run you know keeps our businesses going but and also i've never worked at a radio station where they would allow us to do what we're doing right now well, yes, you know, um, Amy Daniels, after she told me, and I'm sure she told you the same thing, and she would have told us together, but I had to run downstairs and do TV stuff, blah, blah, blah. But she said, look, we're being honest with you um, so that you can be honest with your listeners because that's how right. we handle stuff is right. we, we talk about it. And so if today you want to send us emails or tweet us, uh, any way you want to reach out to us, um, we are happy to engage in the conversation and uh and, and and celebrate the wonderful impact that Ryan Perpich had on our show as we wish him well and whatever that next unforeseen mm-hmm. opportunity uh, ends up being. So how about this? Why don't we take a break? And then uh, after the break, why don't we sort of fill you into on what's going to happen next? And, you know, that won't be an empty chair on the other side of the glass, right. but sort of what's what's coming after all this. So we'll get into that coming up after the break on the Don and Steve show on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Hey, good morning and welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. Uh, in case you have not heard, producer Ryan, um, no longer part of our show, sadly. Um, but the good news is we got Don McLean. Don McLean. Stepping up. DMAC. You go by DMAC? Uh, Sometimes I'll send you an email that says DMAC. Yeah. <laughs> That's All right. right. You're but, DMAC and DVAL. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, I want, this, is, this is worth noting. So as my talk sort of goes through this, this series of change, which is, which is really, really challenging, one thing that's sort of lost in the shuffle um, would be, you know, people who are then asked to do other things and to and do more. more. Uh, so, Don, <laughs> help me understand this. Because you and I have had limited time to talk other than text message over the weekend. Thanks for the nice messages from both of you, by the way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So are you going to be doing two shows back to back? Yes, I am. And follow up. How do you feel about that? I feel like um, when things like this happen, you just have to be positive and you have to say we're a team. And we're doing it together because I love Mm. all of you guys. And I think that all of these shows have value I'm not just saying that because I was lucky enough to keep my job. I'm saying that because it's truly the closest family I've ever had when it comes to radio, radio. families. This mm. is a different kind of station. It so really is. I am we going to be positive about it and see it as an opportunity. Um, Yay! 
even though you know it is it is very sad i'm I'm very sad to lose ryan as well i mean he was for me when i needed someone to fill in before he got his full-time position with you guys uh, i knew for sure he was going to number one show up in the morning (laughs) yes he was so dependable and such a hard worker and i was like if we need we cannot hire this guy full-time you guys are stupid you know so I I really and really yet she still has her Ryan. job. <laughs> <laughs> I really respect Ryan. Yeah, he's a, and I am really sad to see him go as well. I am too. We're gonna um do a little social distance dog walking at some point. Oh, I think yeah. well, this week. In case you um wondered, you know, like, hey, what's how's how's Ryan doing in the midst of his? Um, I was so I I talked to them right after it happened. And then uh, I talked with him right before I got home on Friday just to check in after Twin Cities Live. And then he started and then he started sending text messages and um, very humorous text messages. So here's one, for instance, um, he made sure to take aim at both Donna and I, because as as has been mentioned on our social media. And I know Jason and uh, the morning show all address this as well, that, you know, a lot of people, my talkers are so loyal to this station. And that's what we love about working on this station is it really feels like a connection with the audience that I, I think, frankly, just some other radio stations don't get to enjoy the level of connection mm-hmm. that we feel. That mm-hmm. being said, when they find out about changes, I liken it to sports fans. You know, when you find out that uh, one of your favorite players got traded, yeah. the knee jerk, the thing in your head that makes sense is to say, no, they should have kept him and got rid of this person. The the reality is, though, then a bunch of people get caught in the crossfire there that otherwise shouldn't be because we are hurting in the same way and, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. decisions happen without us knowing and then we're notified and um, so it, it's, it's tough in that way. <laughs> but Ryan sends this text message and it says, uh, the comments that I live for. This one says, uh, you, were a, you were fresh and a smart part of the show, Ryan. Too bad they didn't get rid of the washed-up Donna Valentine. <laughs> then he sends another one. The next, the next morning, like Saturday morning, I'm thinking, I wonder how Ryan's doing. I'm sure he had a few last night and is now sort of just calibrating. And he says, man, there are some smart people on Facebook. And he sends this one, which says, uh, maybe you could just keep Ryan and Donnie and lose Steve. <laughs> So, so that was how Ryan was communicating with us oh, yeah. over the weekend. He was like, uh, there was another one about Steve double dipping <laughs> okay. uh, with TV oh, and radio. radio. TV. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and other people are getting... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Getting angry. I'm actually going, you know what? People are just venting. It's somewhat amusing. Yeah. You know, you just have to understand and maybe stay off social media. But for Ryan, this is probably you know fun yeah he, he's just looking for which ones can i curate how can i curate my next te- text message to uh to donna and steve but we are uh we're, oh, we're sending our, our love to ryan and really are you know expecting big things for whatever's whatever this unfortunately bumps him into whatever opportunity whatever door this next opens. i for do him. have a suggestion i have my uh one of my friends said you know mm. he should just he can make money putting out uh drink tutorials I'm telling you Somebody said he and Donnie should get together and do a podcast. Yes, why not? I think Donnie's looking for a beach somewhere. 
I get the feeling Ryan's contemplating his next step. Uh, I think Donnie's at the point where he's like, all right, time to start smoking cigars. I'm just going <laughs> to he, he told. I mean, he, he's been telling me for the last year how much he wants to retire. Ah. Um, so. so this might have been just the push he needed to say, all right, screw it. I'm going to do that. Not that it isn't com- really sad to lose him in this way. I don't want to minimize it in that by saying that. No, I, oh, yeah. I, no, I totally know what you mean. And, and, and with that, um, we are, you know, we're sort of officially now in this moment welcoming Don to the party. So welcome officially welcome. Dawn, to the to the Donna and Steve show. And it's going to be it's more of a freak parade than a party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's be real. But it's going to be, you know, it'll be fun now um, to to figure out. We, we will never be able to do the show that uh, that Donna, Ryan and I no. did before. I mean, that's just the nature. Speaking of cocktails and Ryan's great cocktail tutorials, that's what it's like. You got certain ingredients. If you lose one of the ingredients, you can't make that drink taste the same way again. Mm-hmm. But now we, we lose one ingredient. We add a new one in and it's going to be something different. And so uh, you are a uh, uh, another just consummate professional. And so to have you helps when I heard that it helped me to feel it softened the blow in some way Less of like, about okay, the future. we got a pro who's coming in here. And, uh, and of course, Donna and I have both broadcast with you many times before. And so, um, I think that we're going to have a lot of fun together and it will feel more fun as we get a, you know, mm-hmm. more time starts to heal some wounds of all the changes that so abruptly took place. You got it, buddy. Whatever. Um, I watched, see, we're back. Yeah, there um, I watched a little bit of American Idol yesterday. We'll have some of those highlights uh, coming up. Okay, you can't start crushing on these these guys, though. I mean, you got a, a full-blown crush, don't you? Oh, you saw that? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, God. When you called someone a babe. I was like, I what kinda, a babe. Yeah. This guy is a babe. He'll, he'll probably win the whole thing just because he's so cute. I'll tell you who it is coming up next on My Talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment with Don McLean. Uh, so I got sucked into Idol last night. I wanted to. We ended up watching a, We had like a little family movie night, so then I ended up just bailing on it. Oh. We'll, we'll get have to, to that. find out what movie you watched. Okay. Yeah. Um... I like the show. I like what they're doing. I think they're really doing a great job at making it work. I just don't need the whole backstory on everybody. Oh, I know. I know. You I'm a terrible your tipping person. Point? It just, it, I don't. Because what, explain that what they were doing last night um, was it that they would, of course, they would go through and then let you know if you made it into the mm-hmm. top 10. And then before that person sang, they would do a little backstory yes. of what has quarantine life been like for you. Yes, which I guess is nice, but I really feel like they are dragging it out. Oh. I want a one-hour show. Oh, okay. And I understand there's programming that needs to be filled at this point, so it's a little different. Um, but all in all, really, it is actually more fun to see them in their homes performing. Yes. To I me, agree. Yeah. Than it is on a big stage. Multiple people seem to... Now, I just saw kind of the recap um, on Seacrest Instagram. He puts up all 10 performers, or I guess it was 11, right? Huh? Yes. The top 11. Yep. yep. Because of a judge's save. But um, I agree. Some people changed up their background. They had gone from, you know, performing in their bedroom or maybe they switched it out to the porch, stuff like that. So I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. And you know what? If they were really smart, this is what I would do. Okay. I would just have posters all over my walls of like Lionel Richie <laughs> from like the 80s. I would have Katy Perry. I would have Luke Bryan. I would have Ryan Seacrest. 
I would just have posters of all of them. I think that would be really fun. Tough for the judges to say anything bad at that point. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, so I, I didn't watch the whole show. I watched some of it. Um, the people who stood out the most to me are basically the usual suspects. Uh, Julia Gargano. Yes. Um, she was really good. I really enjoyed her, but I did notice while she was after she was done performing, she had this red jumpsuit on. She looked adorable. She was breaking out in hives. Oh, bless her. It's the first thing I noticed. I'm like, oh, girl, you poor thing. That can be, oh, okay. So I have a theory, by the way. Okay. I have a theory about how this is happening. Wait, now I'm, I'm looking at the footage right now. Okay. I have a theory. Okay. Okay. So when they, when, and, and this is at least the case for last week, and I think that this is this is sort of proof what you're talking about. The performers perform, and in fact, um, as of last week, what they would have the performers do in their homes was perform three times. This is what the producers would have. The first time, the producer said, was essentially to get the wiggles out. The second time was the audio that they used no matter what. So the second one was your American Idol audio performance right. come hell or high water. The third one, they had you do it again just so that they could. Did you notice how well produced these are as they're taking different camera angles? Yes. So they do three of those things, which means they are not performing, though they make it look like they're live. performing live. They're right. not. And then the judges see a tape performance, and those people are actually there a day later or two days later, whenever it is, to watch their performance with the judges and then to get the critique, okay? Mm -hmm. So I think that those hives that we're talking about is proof, because at the end of her performance, she had no hives. Then when they were talking to her, that means she had probably just watched the performance mm -hmm. with those judges watching and then had the nervousness of, oh my gosh, am I going yep. to, you know, what am I going to hear Continuity from issue. Oh, gosh, I get hives when I get too emotional. That's why I oh, can't cry. Oh, you look cry. like you'd be blotchy. Oh, I'm so blotchy. I'm so, <laughs> you know how like some some people can cry really cute and it just like looks good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have saliva strings on the side of my mouth <laughs> and my whole neck and You're face. You're like a bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a bulldog. And my whole neck and face is at its most Scottish Irish point when I cry. I, it's, it's Well, I did a lot of that over the weekend and I then I punished myself by watching every sad show and finale that I could get my hands on. Oh. Uh, but Julia, uh, Juliana or Julia, she was so good the theme was home and she did new york state of mind they even said the judges even said you know i don't think i've ever heard you sound like that oh she was doing all sorts of different things let's see we had arthur gunn your guy now he did our song he, he did, did our, do our, our friday song. song our john Dem denver you're gonna love uh, it country roads take me oh maybe we'll switch it and uh, have arthur do it that it's, was really good he, that seems to be his thing too is he he takes a song mm -hmm. and then does a totally different arrangement of it, and that's that's what you get with Arthur Gunn. That's why he's fun. And by the way, you know what he didn't do this week for any American Idol fans? This was the guy, if you just watched auditions, who, um, what's the right way to say this, almost looked like he was uh, demonically possessed because his eyes, he would close <laughs> them and then they would flutter and like never open and then you just see a little bit of the white of the eye and then it just wouldn't open and he Who did is that it? this arthur? is arthur Gunn. Oh, arthur does that now he didn't do it tonight or he didn't do it last night however he did it last weekend and he did it during their first audition and they were like wow you got a cool voice can you do us a favor and open your eyes when you sing <laughs> he finally opened them um 
and then all went well. But then last week he had him closed, and it looked like a whole like supernatural encounter again. And I was like, this is yeah. not good. It's one thing if you're in the recording studio, another thing if you're in front of an audience. But he did great. That was that was a cool, He's funky so version. Good. So good. And then our girl, Just Sam. Oh, she yeah. She did a Bill Withers song, Grandma's Hands. Listen to her. This girl sounds like she's already been singing professionally. She does, For yeah. many years. And she's got... She's got life lived. She, she's you know got I mean? a good story. She's, she's got, got a good, good story. backstory. She's had a tough upbringing. Um, and so that, I think, adds to when you have a voice that is as good as her voice is, and then you mix a little bit of life experience, maybe even more life experience than you should have at this point, I think that adds a little extra something to her songs. I do, too. I do. Now, who'd you have the hots for? Okay, so, and then we should we should get to our girl Grace, too. Oh, yeah, our local connection. Yeah, we should get yeah. to her. Um, Dylan, have you guys seen this guy? Dawn, yeah. do you watch? I don't, but I'm going to have to start watching since you guys do. Okay. Yeah. I I kind of, I'm not as dependable as Steve is when it comes to this show, but. Yes, yeah, so you can see how dependable I am. I didn't watch it Well, this night. worked out then. Um, Dylan, he's such a good looking guy. And he's got. I don't want to use the word disturbing because it's a, a lovely homage. Oh boy. Homage. Homage. To Jesus Christ. Huge tattoo. On, on his, his chest. On his chest. And like you could have gone with all different versions of Jesus. You could have done uh Carpenter Jesus. Carpenter Jesus. <laughs> Just with yes. like a two by four. You could have done Jesus with his mom. You could yeah, have done Jesus, Jesus in the Yes, in the manger. You could have done that. But he's got Je- it Jesus right. giving out bread and wine. <laughs> right, yeah, that would have been a good right. one. Yeah. Washing someone's feet. But he has He did the crown of thorns. Yes, crucified and Jesus. Huge. And I it's mean, all, his shirt is always strategically open. Open. So there's that. Um, but he is so Darn good looking. I didn't even care what he sang and care what he sounded like. Okay. He did Yesterday by the Beatles. It was fine. He was good. He sounded great. Um, But it was a little, a little hum-ho, you know, he needed to add a little spice to it. You know, I think it's, I think it's ho-hum, by the way. I don't want to, you know, split hairs. Today is a weird day, (laughs) but hum-ho makes me feel weird. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It's nice. And then Grace did uh, Over the Rainbow. And Grace is the niece of Stephanie Hansen. That's what I, I understand. Of the Weekly yeah. Dish. Um, and she's adorable. Yes. And she gave it her all. These people are singing in their yards. And yeah. I'm like, are the it's neighbors so awesome. out? Are they dogs barking? What's happening? Very pretty. Very Do pretty. that one for Ryan. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's very pretty. Very nice. So there you go, American Idol. I guess uh, people get booted today. I think the, v- voting, the voting happened ends, yesterday. Yeah, I think that voting ends, if they did it like last week, it would end at 9 a.m. today. Okay. And then they'll do that reveal, I think, like they did uh, okay. last week. We'll get back to you on that tomorrow. When we come back, we encourage you to say something if you see something. Yeah. Hey, guys, did you get the feeling that 2020 kind of sucked? Well, bad news. <laughs> Murder hornets are here. I'll what? explain what they are and how they could kill you next hey good morning welcome back appreciate you listening to the donna and steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh time for if you see something say something with donna and steve if you see something say something come on and party tonight
Well, 2020 has, what's the best way to phrase this, kind of sucked. That works. Uh, COVID-19 and uh, is just wreaking havoc in all sorts of ways. Um, just on Friday, as we've been talking about, and by the way, we'll get to some of your emails that you have sent through regarding just uh, fun memories of Ryan and the impact that he had on our show. If you're just joining us, Ryan Purvich was laid off on uh, Friday as a result of the economic impact. So a lot of nice things that are um, going around on email. So we'll get to that in a bit. But I mean, Frick, there's another bit of bad news that we had to face on Friday. Now you wake up to this. Something called murder hornets have arrived in the United States. What? Yeah. They're here. Why are they called that? Well, well because they just wait until he describes oh, no. it. Yeah, this is not, Don, if you know the story, this is not, um, they're not exaggerating no. in the description of these things. Um, murder hornets. <laughs> they're called murder hornets. These hornets are up to two inches long. That's a long hornet. Okay, I'm looking at two inches. Yep, that's big. And a bee expert at Washington State University says they are, quote, like something out of a monster cartoon. Mm-hmm. The murder hornets kill up to 50 people a year in people? Japan. And their stingers are so long and powerful that they can penetrate beekeeping suits. Penetrate. Fortunately, they don't usually attack people. But when they do, look out. So they're here now. Correct. Yeah. Isn't that uh, awesome? They also like to destroy, they can destroy a beehive in like two minutes and they rip the heads off of the bees and then they what? feed the bodies of the bees to their murdering babies. <laughs> Wait a minute. Right. What no, is that's happening? True. That's how they, that's how they beef on? up their babies to become <laughs> murderers is they have them eat the yeah, they eat decapitated the, bodies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a little cannibalistic. Four sightings have happened in Washington State and British Columbia, Canada. There's no word on how the hornets got here, but experts are working on trying to trap them to keep them from spreading. So the word is, if what I read about these murder hornets over the weekend is that, because they were trending on Twitter, boy, boy, did Sunday suck for Twitter. I was like, all right, what's going on out there? Murder hornets. They, They can even kill you even if you don't have an allergy to bee stings. So they, if they can get you a few times... Then there is enough like toxicity, venom. Let's use venom as sort of a round word for this that gets into your system that it could kill you. Murder hornets. They're in Washington. And they're like underground. They have underground nests. So if you're mowing the lawn, oh boy. good luck. Boy, oh my God. Anybody, anyone been stung by a bee recently? Yes. Not like this year. Tell me what it felt like. Well, I was mowing the lawn and all of a sudden I felt something on my arm and I was like, and nothing happened. Then all of a sudden I went, ow, ow, Mm. like it, it takes a second. Yeah. And when it hits it, I can't, it's sting, sting is the only way to describe it. Pinchy, stingy. Yeah. Was it a wasp? I don't know, Mm. but it, um, welted up immediately. And it took a few days before it went down. We had beehives growing up. My dad raised bees. Really? Yes. He was a beekeeper? (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, he did a whole bunch of things, but one of them, we had our own honey, and yeah, there was a part of our yard that I would drive on the riding lawnmower by the beehives, and I'm like, here we go. (laughs) Were you, like, suited up? (laughs) Here comes the swarm. (laughs) No, 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 no
Yeah, you just kind of learn that they're there. Yeah, I don't really have a big fear of flying things, but uh, you yeah, do or I mean, don't. I don't know. Okay, that's I think good. it's because I had to go through the swarm. Every Probably. Other day. <laughs> oh my gosh, I see one of those. Um, um, you know the bumblebees, like the giant ones. Mm. And to me, I'm like, there's a helicopter in my yard, and I don't know which way it's going because it's all bumping into stuff, you know, and then it bumps into you, and you're like, ah. Not to mention the tick I found on my head yesterday. No. Guys. No, not you too. I got to tell you what happened. So I'm I'm running to the grocery store just to do a quick run. So I didn't even bring my purse. I just had my wallet. So I didn't have a comb or anything with me. I look in the mirror and I see dirt on my forehead. And I was working in the yard. And I'm like, that's not dirt. That's a tick. So I stuck. I pull it out of my off my forehead but i'm like don't haphazardly just throw it because i'm in my car and then it could crawl back on me it ends up in my hair so now it's tangled in my hair and i'm screaming in my car i'm like get off of me oh, no. get off <laughs> i pull it out with my face mask oh so now i don't have a face mask oh no i'm not going to lie i littered I threw it on the ground. The face mask? Yes, because it was in the face mask. And I didn't want to start picking it out of the face mask. I threw it on the ground. I'm sorry. And then you just walked off? (laughs) And then I went into the grocery store. (laughs) And then I came out and I was like, I'm not, I'm like pacing by my car because to me it's a monster, you know, and it's right outside my door and I have to hop over it. But I did, and then I went home and took a shower because I was so skeeved wow. out. Wow, what a what a day! What a journey! Hey, huh? Don, here you go. I got something yep. for Don. Let me see if I okay. I just put a YouTube link in. Oh sure. Um, down in that. This is there's a guy. His name is Coyote Peterson. Coyote Peterson has his own uh, like wildlife show now. I think it's on Discovery. But he he came to fame on YouTube, and he's he loves turtles and frogs and all that. So my son started watching him. But another thing that he really enjoys doing. And you can play this video right off the top. Sure. Is he likes to be stung <gasps> by to okay. just to test to be stung by really dangerous insects. I haven't listened to this, but there it's a kid's show, so there won't be any language. <laughs> okay. Here's him getting stung by a wasp. I'm Coyote Peterson, and I'm about to enter the sting zone with the executioner wasp. Here we go. He gets it with tweezers, puts it on his arm. That's what it feels like. That was Donna with the tick. The executioner is dead. (laughs) That is what a sting feels like, though. You're just like, ah, ah, ah. It just progressively gets worse. Did you hear he said, stop burning, and then the executioner is king, meaning the executioner wasp. Yeah. Don, you should watch that show. I feel like you could kind of get into it. I'm going to send it to MC because he is terrified of wasps. We had to go get wasps. Wasp spray yesterday because he has a little hive that's starting and he just, I mean, he flails, he starts running and I'm just standing there. I'm like, here, give me the can. You You have to take video of that. (laughs) He stepped on my foot because he didn't know I was directly behind him. He was like, ah! Oh, no. I'm like, oh, no. It's okay. Oh, yeah, send him this video. He'll be up. He'll have nightmares. I get them in my cabin. So I'll go to the cabin and somehow they're getting inside. And I could see one crawling, and I'm keeping an eye on it and going, all right, at some point I'm going to get that guy. But he's all the way up on the ceiling. Mm. 
where there was a window and he's at the peak and then I see another one and it's half dead but it's crawling and I'm like oh god where are you coming in from when the murder hornets get here you'll be missing those guys (laughs) you'll be thinking back to the good old days Jeez. All right. Dawn's going to have a dirt alert when we come back. Then we'll talk music news. Um, If you're a songwriter, I got a really good tip for you. If you don't already know about this app, I'll tell you all about it and how you can download it coming up next on My Talk 1071. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup. So you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.